Are you an adjuster just like me that's looking for every opportunity to make as much money as you can off of every claim that you do? Well, I want you to go to your computer and I want you to type in the letters H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. That's the HipLock tool. The HipLock tool is the newest and greatest tool to hit the market for steep and tall adjusters. The HipLock tool will get you safely up a slope of a roof and give you full access to switch sides and get anywhere you need to get. It's designed by a veteran adjuster, Vince Gaines, so this will be a tool you will not be disappointed in. Listeners of my podcast are going to get free shipping by using the promo code ALAN21. So go to the website, check it out. That's H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. Welcome to the Adjustments in Life podcast. The podcast designed for anyone in or connected to the world of insurance adjusting. From industry experts to seasoned veterans, we bring the latest tips, information, and news. Because you know by now that becoming licensed is just the starting point. Now, here's your host, Alan Olson. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Adjustments in Life. And man, it has been uh, a pretty good spell since we have sat down and talked together. Um, We wrapped up last year's uh, adjusting hurricane slash adjusting season uh, pretty early for most folks. Uh, Hurricane Ian ended quite abruptly earlier than what we had expected to. I know that there were several folks that stayed over there a pretty good long while, but for the majority of us, uh, it lasted about three weeks, and then it was all over with, which is a little uncommon for uh, that size of a hurricane. But uh, we do know that in the South Florida area that, you know, the the residents, let's just say 80% of them, uh, are probably not full-time residents. A lot of them come from Canada some of the northern states and they winter down there and they usually don't show up until after Christmas. So um, I think uh, a good percentage of the work that came from Hurricane Ian probably came after the first of the year. And uh, uh, that tells the story of why a lot of us didn't get the opportunity to work those claims. Although if you were a seasoned adjuster, you probably most likely worked a pretty good percentage of claims. But for the new adjusters just getting involved yeah, it was kind of a tough one to get started on, uh, you know, just for that reason is, is the claim volume just didn't come in like they originally thought it would. But, you know, it, it got everybody a chance to get their feet wet, um, get out there, probably run a few. Uh, if you if you stuck with it, uh, kudos to you for all the hard work you put in, the time you put in over there and the, and the learning ability, and hopefully that's going to earn you a seat in the upcoming hail season, which is already starting to get going down here in Texas. So, uh, one of the things that uh, coming into this new year that I want to discuss with you about is is that technology is continuing to grow bigger and bigger every day in this industry. And we know that because there's more and more estimating software companies. There's more and more of these virtual assisting uh, companies that are getting getting it easier to, to do these inspections. Um, without actually having to have boots on the ground. Now, I have a pretty strong opinion of that, that you can never fully get a good, accurate inspection without boots on the roof. But uh, due to technology and the uh, uh, available ways that, that these companies can try to save a little bit of money in this industry, 
is by employing some of these uh, technolo technological things like the virtual assistant that can go out there and uh, work with the policyholder and get those damages looked at. Now, the whole drone thing has been helpful over the years, but it's still not, um, it's not the cure-all, end-all to get the boots off the roof. But what I will say to this is, is I want, I want everybody in the 2023 season to really, really work on uh, getting up to date with all the technology that's out there. Even if it becomes, you know, uh, getting yourself familiar with Settle Assist or getting yourself familiar with any of the, the, the quick-to-use estimating softwares. Um, Hover is a new thing. Well, not real particularly new, but it has been pretty new. There's a, a couple carriers that are using Hover for their geometrical sketching. Although it's not really done from a satellite, it's taken from photographs and uh, measurements through photographs around the outside of the home, the exterior of the home, in order to get the dimensions that they need. I, I, I don't know for sure. I think maybe they might use some geometrical uh, photographs or measurements in, in some sort of way. But I do know that most of those uh, will be used from pictures that have been taken by the adjuster on the ground according to the instructions that are in the app. Uh, but if you haven't checked into those things, I really strongly suggest in the upcoming season that you... Get yourself familiar with using these apps and using the different kinds of technology that are going to make the claim process uh, a simpler process and more economical process for the insurance company. I think that the days of, of just sticking to my, my guns, of I go out and do the inspection, I write my own estimate, and I don't like to be bothered with all the technical uh, stuff that, that these carriers are wanting to use nowadays. I think those are coming to an end. I think if you don't stay up with the technology, you're going to find yourself um, kind of basically out of work. I took a big leap this year uh, during the hurricane, last year, I should say, during the hurricane season, and uh, stepped out to using more Symbility. Several carriers that are big in Florida have come to rely on uh, the Symbility estimating software, and you know, I have it has its pros and cons, and I have my opinions about whether I like it better in some ways or worse in other ways than using Xactimate. And I know Xactimate's been around for a long time, and we're all most familiar with Xactimate. And I think it's still the most widely used estimating software in the industry. But a lot of these carriers are starting to switch over to Symbility. I'd have to sit down and really pencil it out to see. Um, when things are estimated properly, if there is much of a price difference in an uh, Symbility estimate versus an Xactimate estimate. But my guess is, is that if you have an experienced adjuster that's educated in both softwares and they know how to, they know what line items to use and they know how to properly estimate per the job, then I'm going to say they're probably pretty close, you know, that it, I, I would assume they're all pulling from the same data to get their pricing per per zip coded area. Uh, but again, I didn't dig in. I'm not. I'm not saying that this is all 100% dead on because I didn't dig into each software's information and 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 research it enough to say this is how they're getting their numbers. This is not how they're getting their numbers. 
they're wrong here or they're wrong there. I think that they're probably going to be pretty close in cost estimate if you're using each individual software according to the way it's supposed to be used and you're entering the right line items for the right items that were damaged. Now, the reason I bring this up is because, like I said, there's a lot of carriers that are starting to move towards that uh, SimBility estimating software. That's not a good thing or a bad thing. That can be uh, good. There's a lot of newcomers that are coming in that aren't familiar with Xactimate, so it doesn't matter to them. They're going to pick up whatever estimating software that there is according to wherever they get the opportunity to go to work. I know for me, I jumped right in and I had used it, uh, I'd used SimBility a few times in the last few years just to get familiar with it, but I had never dug in and actually ran a storm with SimBility. And guys, I'm telling you, overall, it's not... It's, it's different. It's, it's strange to operate because it's different. But it really wasn't that difficult to operate. It wasn't anything that was so difficult or frustrating that I wanted to just throw it away and go back to Xactimate. Did I like switching back to Xactimate when I was done with that storm? Of course, because that's what I'm familiar with. But I don't think it'd be any problem after running one storm with SimBility, to jump right back into SimBility and continue to use it again. And like I said, I found it to be relatively fair. Uh, I think, you know, it, it, depending on which software you like the best, each person could find its their own pros and cons, and each person could lean in each direction, whichever they preferred it to be. But I think at the end of the day that both of these softwares are going to serve the purpose and both of them are fully functional softwares that are not difficult and are actually user-friendly to use. So I encourage new adjusters, I encourage adjusters that have been out for a while, get your feet wet on some of these other technologies. Don't be the adjuster that sits around and waits for everything to turn back to the way it used to be. The old ways of adjusting is, is going out and all these new new technologies, new ways of doing things, new documenting ways, that's that's the thing. That's the new thing. And, the, and we can't expect the industry to stay where it is. In fact, we, we shouldn't want the industry to stay exactly where it is. It, it should grow. It should improve. And things should change for the better. Um, I, I hear this all the time across the uh, industry is, well, they're going to, you know, they're taking all of our fee schedules and they're taking all of our work away from us. Or w when, we, when they do give us the claims that the documentation is so large that it takes forever to do the file. Well, there are certain carriers that do that. Um, but overall, if you really uh, evaluate all the carriers across the industry, I've actually seen a trend in the industry that's taking more and more and more responsibility off the adjuster. There's very few carriers left now that we are expected to write an estimate and settle in the field where 10 years ago, most of your major carriers wanted you to evaluate the damage, write a scope of repairs, go ahead and estimate for it. And if it was under your authority, they wanted you to settle it right there on site. You may not even... Some carriers, let me back up a little bit. Some carriers may have allowed you to write a draft or write a check on site, but several of them didn't 
but they still expected you to go sit down and settle that estimate, okay? All this new technology and all these things that we're using now are making that easier and easier and they to do. They, they've made it easy for us to go settle on site. And so they're giving us those tools and still now not, not expecting us to do that anymore. I think of the big box carriers, what I call the, the bigger companies, the biggest ones, State Farm is probably still requiring you, if it's within your authority, to settle on site. But I don't think, to my knowledge, there's uh, Liberty Mutual, I think, has taken that away. They're no longer requiring you to, uh, to settle on site. If they are, feel free to contact me and let me know, correct me. Um, but I think since they switched over to SimBility, they're not requiring that anymore. Now, you may have to call them back and explain the estimate to them and send them a copy of the estimate. But that's, that's easy. That's a quick phone call and a little bit of explanation, and you're done and gone with the claim. So I encourage you again, I encourage you guys to dig in, really get familiar with all these, all these easy-to-work apps that only help you to do your job. They make it a lot faster for you. Again, don't be the adjuster that sits around, talks about how things used to be, and, and wait and expect it to change back. It's not going to change back, folks. It's going to continue to move in the direction it's going right now, forever and ever. Now, I will agree with you on the aspect of, yes, there was a trend there for a while where the fee schedules were continuing to drop, continuing to drop, continuing to drop. And, yes, the documenting forms were getting bigger and bigger and bigger, more and more, taking more time to do the claim. Again, that's not the case anymore. It's changing. There's less and less documentation being required now. And if you look at all of the carriers overall, yes, we're not getting paid the fee bills that, that they were paying 20 years ago. But in the last five years, there's been several carriers that are bringing the fee schedules back up. They understand that we're out there doing these claims under under severe conditions. They understand that it takes more in today's world than what they were paying. Not very many of them are paying mileage, but they've made up for it in the fee schedule. Now, there's going to be people that are going to differ with me and say, no, 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 you don't understand. You're not paying attention. I am paying attention. There are a lot of fee schedules out there that are not very good, but there's a lot of them that are good. And if you've got any uh, experience to you or you fall into the right firm that needs the adjusters in the right places, the fee schedules are actually moving upward. So again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I want everybody listening to this podcast to jump out there, get familiar with these apps, get familiar with these estimating softwares and open up more opportunity for you to get out there and, and work. There's work all over the place. In fact, I get text messages every day for tons and tons and tons of work that they're, they're needing adjusters out on the West Coast. I get it. Nobody really wants to go to the West Coast. It's expensive out there. Yeah, I understand. I've been out there more times than I want to. But if you understand all these different apps, if you understand these different estimating softwares, you can go out there and you can still make a good living running claims out there. And that all that's going to do is get you in a better spot and in a higher position when the deployments come out on a really big storm and you can go have a 
much larger potential of making a much larger amount of money. So again, dig in. New adjusters, do not be afraid to jump into stability. Don't be afraid to learn these new apps. That's going to actually put you ahead of some adjusters that aren't willing to learn these apps. No matter how much experience they have, if you are experienced in these items, jump out there and get a hold of those deployments and go with them. And real quick, I want to tell you about ACT, Advanced Claims Technology. Listen to me, folks. I have been around and I have been ordering Eagle Views. I've ordered Ridgetops. I've ordered just about every geometrical measurement and, and from every geometrical measurement company out there. The best service I have ever received when it comes to a geometrical measurement or a sky view type measurement is from ACT. Let me tell you, these folks, they get on the ball. Most of the time, I can order a roof sketch, and within two hours, they've sent it to me. They send it to you in an email that has an ESX file in the email, and you import it into your Xactimate. I don't know how they're going to work uh, with SimBility. I don't think they have the uh, ability to import it into SimBility, but let alone, they're still going to send you a PDF copy of the, of the roof report. And then you can upload that into your into your file and go ahead and use the measurements that are on the roof report. I've even had roofs with ACT that I couldn't actually get all the way on the roof. But if I took enough photos for them, they could still draw it. So I just had to get the predominant pitches and get them the information that they require when you submit to get a roof report. And they get it to me. And let me tell you folks, the prices are un beatable. There is nobody in the market that can give you that good of a report at the same price as ACT. Now listen, last year they gave me a promo code that was Adjuster Podcast 22 with a capital A. Let me here let me let me tell you that again. Adjuster Podcast 22 with a capital A and we figured out that they have yet to turn off that coupon code. So while they are not paying attention, they may get it after this podcast goes out. But uh, as of now, they're still allowing that podcast coupon code to be used. And what that coupon code gets you is a free membership. They're generally a $200 a year membership. And then you get the membership pricing on your reports, which still, if you do the math on that, you're still going to come out good on it. You're going to come out much cheaper than the competitor's. If you'll go in and try that coupon code, see what it does. It's going to give you that $200 uh, initiation or membership fee off, and you'll be set. You can immediately get membership pricing without the $200 membership, and you'll be on the road to saving yourself money. Heck, if, even if you don't want it, if it was me, I'm, I'm going to order on, on every one of them. I'm not even going to worry about flopping around on the roof, trying to use a, a tape measure, do all the sketching, all that. I'm going to rely totally on them. I'm going to get my documentation photos of my damage while I'm on the roof, and I'm going to give ACT a shout, or I'm going to jump online, fill out my, uh, roof, re my roof submission report, get it into them so that within a couple hours before I get back to my desk at the end of the day, I've got a roof sketch to work with, and I'm ready to go. Well, hey, it's been a good long while. Uh, we had a long winter. Uh, but I'm so glad to be back on the airwaves with you guys. I've got uh, some good guests coming up this year that we're planned out. We're switching the routine up. We're not actually going to do every other week anymore. Uh, starting in April, we're going to do one episode a month. 
and we're going to do a little bit longer episodes so that we can get into some deeper conversations with some more experienced adjusters. Uh, we're going to try to get on some of the, uh, uh, the most important people in some of these uh, app companies and uh, some of the bigger firms get to get, get to know some of their claims managers a little bit better and just uh, get into some good deep conversation about what this business really is and uh, and try to get you guys more up to date on the news some of the law changes what's going on out there because let me tell you with all the uh, insolvent insurance companies go happening uh, things are changing rapidly the state legislatures are getting involved and changing rules up and uh, i want to keep you guys up to date on that because it could affect uh, different things that are going on with your licenses and uh, stat- state statutes, stuff like that. In fact, uh, I'll, I'll just release this little tidbit of information. If you don't know this already, last year, Texas now requires three hours of ethics when you renew your uh, state license that before they were only requiring two. So if you're a resident of Texas and you don't know that, you're going to need that when you renew your license um, if you're not a Texas resident, disregard. You don't have to worry about it. You're going to be doing whatever your state requires you to do. So, or wherever you got your uh, your reciprocating license from. So, anyway, one more thing before we get out the door here, I do want to share with you, and I'm really proud uh, to get to this point. Uh, but for those of you, if you're already licensed, uh, kudos to you for going through the th- through the work to get your adjuster license and, and get started in your career. The adjuster guy uh, has, uh, and this is one of the reasons we didn't uh, record all winter, was we were working on a course uh, that we call the Licensing Plus. And what that Licensing Plus does is that is for adjusters that are entering the industry, wanting to get licensed, and want some training to go with that. Now, we're not talking uh, in-person training. We're talking online training where you can pay one fee, you can get licensed, and you get eight weeks worth of instructions. Each week, you'll get an email from me that says, hey, here's what we're going to do this week. Here's what I want you to work on. And in that eight weeks, we're going to prepare you to get started for your first deployment. Nobody I have ever seen do this before, and it, I think it is some of the most valuable information you could use as a new adjuster, or if you have a friend, if you're a licensed adjuster and you're doing fine and you're listening, thanks for being part of the program, uh, but if you've got friends or people you know that are getting involved, this is a wonderful opportunity for them to get licensed and have a good, solid eight weeks of training to go with it so that, you're, so that they are fully prepared to accept that first deployment and they're already going to know what to do uh, and you know what if you're if you are a licensed adjuster and you're looking at this and you're going man I wish that would have been available when I got my license guess what you can already be licensed and go ahead and buy the plus package which gets you that eight weeks of training and again it's eight weeks of instructions basically we're going to go through what I recommend and how to get started, and the steps it takes to get all your portals set up. Go ahead and do. We're gonna we do some mock uh, inspections, so you get some idea of that. But it's good, solid information that every adjuster needs and should have before they start that first deployment. So go to our website. It's uh, adjusterguide.com. and and check it out. It's the licensing plus, and then you'll see an option there for. Uh, 
adjusters that are already licensed and just want the training. And man, I hope I hope that we can get that out there and it can help a lot of people because we we invested a lot of time to uh, to get that out and make that happen for you guys. We had a lot of people asking for something like that. And so we saw an opportunity to add one more thing to the industry that was desperately needed um, and could be super benef- beneficial to those uh, that are entering the industry or have been in the industry and just didn't have quite the training it took to get that first deployment done. So check it out and uh, hopefully that that is the right key for you to, to create the success you want. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, we're excited for the up- upcoming year in adjusting. Uh, We're excited for the upcoming year in the podcast to get you guys out the information you need. Jason will be joining me again, um, and then we're probably going to get more and more guests. Hopefully, we can broaden this thing out and get just as much information to you as absolutely possible to help you be more successful in this industry. So again, appreciate y'all. Enjoyed it, and we'll see you down the road. Every year, independent insurance adjusters across the nation attempt to create a successful business, which is hard to do in an industry that's ever-changing. TheAdjusterGuide.com is a licensing, training, and membership community for independent insurance adjusters. We go beyond licensing to give you the tools, resources, and ongoing support to reach your goals. Whether you're brand new or have been in the business for years and have been searching for a solid community who knows and understands what you deal with daily, check out TheAdjusterGuide.com and download our comprehensive guide to becoming an independent insurance adjuster. Stop guessing and start growing your business. Go beyond licensing.